Welcome to the Motivation Without the Hype podcast with your host, Jez Perez. He's an author, high-performance coach, and motivational speaker. This show brings you inspiring messages and interviews to unleash your greatness in life and in business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Motivation Without the Hype podcast show. My name is Jez Perez. A former procrastinator into an action taker, we bring you inspirational messages and interviews, including motivational insights, tips, principles, and proven strategies that you can take action without the hype in unleashing your greatness in life and in business. Now, we appreciate you plugging in with us and spending time with us. We have a very special guest, and I'm super grateful to have her on our show. Ariana Zarita is a mom of two boys, writer, intuitive eating coach based out of Southern California. After years of weight cycling, which is a yo-yo diet, struggling with disordered eating and feeling ashamed of her body, she decided to embark on what she now calls the most transformative journey of her life. Now, it wasn't until Ariana began diving into intuitive eating that she fully understood what she had been seeking for so many years, peace of mind, peace in heart, peace with food, and peace with her body. Now, via her gentle yet one-on-one coaching style, she's helped moms break free from diet culture and become intuitive eaters so that they can start to feel courageously beautiful about their life and their body. Ariana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really super excited. Um, even though we're across a part of the world, uh, we're, we've super grateful to have her and to actually finally get to interview and just go through this podcast show. I'm really, really excited. Uh, Ariana, tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I am actually a former high school counselor. And as you mentioned, I'm a mom of two boys. And so during the pandemic, I, I left my job. I decided to stay home with my kids, but I eventually wanted to start my own business because I've always had this passion of, of helping people. So now I'm just, I'm on a mission to help women feel good about themselves because I struggled for so long and um, I help moms, the ditch diet culture, uh, make peace with food and just really learn to appreciate their here and now bodies. That's amazing. So obviously you're, you're being on a journey yourself. How did you actually get started and, and really to see yourself, wow, I can actually help other people, but I probably need to help myself first. What was that point of time in your life? Yeah, I mean, it was years for me. It took me a very long time to finally get to that point where I realized that it wasn't about how I looked. It was about how I felt on the inside. And so um, really, I think after my first son, that which was about over four years ago, that's when I really started diving deep into you know what it, what it really was that made me feel happy. And it was intuitive eating. It was just learning to approach my body and the outside world in a different way and just get rid of dieting and learn to trust myself um, to know what is best for me. Wow. Um, and you mentioned about intuitive eating. Um, you, you mentioned about yo-yo dieting. I, I think a lot of people go through the yo-yo dieting. They go, they get their good strides, mm-hmm. they get their bad strides, but how do they, how do you see people stay consistent? Is it because of their values? Is it because of certain habits? Um, what type of process did they need to go through you know, uh, to go into this intuitive eating that you mentioned? Yeah, you know, it's different for everybody. Um, some people may not be ready at this point in their life, and some are just ready to jump in right away. 
for me, when I initially learned about intuitive eating, I thought, what is this? This is like ridiculous. (laughs) Like, of course, diets aren't bad for you. But when I actually uh, really started to dive into the research and read the book Intuitive Eating, um, it's actually by Evelyn Resch and, um, um, sorry, Evelyn Triboli and um, Aline Resch. So they wrote the book and they actually, there's so much research in there that talks about how dieting is just not the best approach and it causes people to yo-yo and uh, maybe temporarily um, allows them to lose weight and they gain it back. And so for me, I definitely wasn't ready to become an intuitive eater when I initially learned about it. And it took me about a year after I started reading the book to really realize that, yeah, this was the way to go, that I needed to... Um, you know, stop dieting, stop trying to, I, I you know, disordered eating is when you, um, you feel like you're not dieting, but you actually are dieting and you start doing yeah. like, cutting certain food groups out of your, your diet. And so I just really realized that I was at a point where I, I wasn't happy with myself, even though I had lost weight, I had been on a diet previous um, to reading this book and I lost, I think it was about 20 pounds and I, you know, I still wasn't wow. just at my best. Yeah. And so it was after um, yeah, I finally was like, that's it. I'm done dieting. I can't do this anymore. So yeah, so it really depends on the person. Some people, um, are just ready because they're at a point in their life where they're just so unhappy with the way they view themselves that they're ready to dive in. And even then, even if you start intuitive eating, it's still a process because we're so conditioned to, um, to diet, diet culture. There's so much around us, family, the media who's telling us to just, you have to look a certain way to be healthy and it's absolutely not true. So yeah, so it just varies, um, person to person. So um, you, you help a lot of mothers out there. What would be their major challenge going through a, a certain phase in their life? Obviously, they think that, you know, they can't lose the weight. Obviously, they want to just, you know, feel more healthier. You know, um, what would be for them to actually get started in their health journey and kickstart and, and see that there is a possibility rather than, you know, it can't be done. Like, how would you help them walk through that process that it actually can't, it, it can be done like in, in an easier way to ease them through it? Yeah, I, for me, what I tell people is that, mm. you know, letting go of dieting is, can be really challenging because we're so conditioned to it. Yeah. So the best place to, that I tell people to start is to just start noticing how diets are actually impacting you, whether you're actually happy after you lose that weight, um, whether you're actually happy during the diet. So many people are unhappy while they're dieting because it's such a struggle to lose the weight. Yeah. Um, so I think it just starts with questioning, with asking yourself, is that really making me happy? And also kind of realizing your surroundings and what you're seeing and, and how much dieting is actually being marketed to us. Yeah. And, you know, the percentage of people that actually are successful on diets, which is really small. So I think it's just really um, the best way to start is to start questioning what it is about dieting. Are you even happy dieting? Would your yeah. life even be any better if you were smaller? Usually yeah. not, you know, because it all starts with the mind. So, um, you know, like how does, obviously we talk about a lot of dieting and sometimes, you know, words and languages can trigger people to step back. You know, um, how does dieting probably have negative um, impact on us in certain ways? Like how does that happen? Yeah, so dieting and actually... There's been the majority of studies that are done on dieting are so like they're short term. So they're not actually looking at the long term effects that they have on people. So the long term effects of dieting can be disordered eating, which eventually Mm. can lead to eating disorders. So uh, 35% of dieters, they actually progress into disordered eating. 
And then of those, that percentage, it's 30 to 45 percent become actually have a full on eating disorder. So as I mentioned, the majority of those studies on dieting are maybe like a couple of months. And they're like, yeah, of course this works. Like keto works. This person, they lost 20 pounds in two months, but they don't see that after those two or three months that the person actually ends up not being able to maintain the diet because it's so strict. They end up gaining the weight back. They end up then feeling more ashamed. They end up feeling guilty. Yeah. They end up feeling like they're a failure because they feel like maybe they didn't have, um, you know, the motivation to stick mm. to their diet. But it's not that at all. It's just that the long-term studies that are conducted on dieting actually show that it's it's actually not good for us. And also, um, the majority of dieters who end up gaining the weight back because of the yo-yo dieting, they end up gaining it gaining it back mostly in their bellies and. You know, usually the weight that we gain back on our bellies is even more of a health issue because it causes, you know, cardiovascular issues. Yeah. Um, so there is that. And then there's the mental aspect of it, which is, again, feeling shame, feeling ashamed, feeling guilty, feeling like yeah. maybe because you weren't able to do it, that you just, you know, you're going to fail forever on this. And so there's actually one study that came out um, from the UK about uh, a survey done on body image for women. And this was really shocking to me. Because of those women that were surveyed, um, they said that they would give up a year of their life if they could just lose the weight and, and look a certain way, which which is a thinner body. So when I heard that, when I read that, actually, I thought, wow, that's that's insane. Like people would actually give up a year of their life just so that they could look a certain way. So all of those things are just it's across you know the, the whole world where people, men and women, are feeling the negative effects of this, but they just don't realize that it's because of diet culture. Yeah, I think diet culture has a major impact, uh, particularly in marketing. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. It's so funny how um, if you take this protein shake, <laughs> you know, like they show, they specifically show an aesthetic uh, mesomorph type of body type. Um, mm-hmm. But really, um, you know, sometimes food doesn't target it's because everyone's got different body types. Everyone's got different yeah. ways of you know responding to different things on their on their nutrition. So when it comes to um, intuitive eating, which is your um, you know your main you know coaching cell and really helping other people get their breakthroughs, you know what mm-hmm. could benefit from practicing intuitive eating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and yeah, you bring up some great points here too because there's so much involved in our bodies. There's genetics. Um, yeah. How many diets you've been on, the yo-yoing, all of that. So there's so many factors. Yeah. And right. Yeah. Right. Take this miracle thing, and then you'll eventually lose this weight and be happy. Right. It's like yeah. That's it. That's that's what you your ticket to happiness, and it's not. Um, but yeah. So I I really believe that intuitive eating is for everybody because I think we, that we can all benefit from just tuning into our bodies. You know, listening to what our bodies are telling us and honoring yeah. ourselves. Um, but I think really, like especially for people who are just having a lot of mental health issues in regards to how unhappy they are with the way they look. I mean, yeah. on so, I'm, at, I'm on social media and there's so many women, so many young girls, so many moms who are constantly just attacking themselves for how they look just because they don't look like the thin ideal. And if there's anything wrong with a thin, with a thin person, I mean, if that's how you are, that's how you are, right? That's great. But to try to strive for something um, that you just have not been able to get to because it's yeah. not your fault. Yeah. So there's, um, so yeah, so definitely people who are struggling in that sense could definitely benefit from intuitive eating. Um, and just, it really will help you discover that food freedom and just really help you to 
you know, take back control of your own body. Because, I mean, uh, something that I thought was really interesting when I was pregnant with my two sons was that I would find myself craving certain foods. Like, I remember one week I was really into um, salmon. It would just out of nowhere. Really? Like, Why do I really want salmon? <laughs> yeah. And one week I was really into, I think, spinach. And then when I would read up, um, just like afterwards, I would read up yeah. online about this stage in my pregnancy, the things that would be, like, which vitamins are good for me, it Somehow it was like spinach, like this particular vitamin is really good at this time, or like omega-3s, and I was eating fish. So there's all those things that with dieting, if if we're dieting, we don't tune into those things. So sometimes we crave certain items, and it doesn't have to be that we're craving chocolate or cookies, right? Because that's what we usually think we're craving. Sometimes we're craving maybe, like I said, like fish. And if we ignore it because we're like, oh, no, I'm on this strict diet, my diet says that I can only have, you know, some hummus with a piece of toast, then we're missing on all those beneficial vitamins and minerals that our body's asking us for so yeah yeah, so that's why i say i think everybody can really benefit from intuitive eating but definitely if you find that you're very really very much struggling in that you know with your mental health in that sense with your body then it's this is such a great practice for you yeah so uh for someone who wants to get started you know in intuitive eating what would be their first steps to take would they have to go through a journey first would would have to go through you know um you know, the fridge, like how would someone who's completely new to this concept of intuitive eating, what would be some best practices to actually get started to say, you know what, I can actually do this? Mm-hmm. I think it's really good to, like for me, uh, when I started reading the book, I also started following people on social media who are actually intuitive eating counselors and people who actually follow intuitive eating. And that was just super helpful because it actually helped me put it into perspective and it helped me to... Uh, realize that there are other people out there doing this and that it actually works. You know, this this form of, of tuning into your body works for people. Um, so I think that aside from just noticing, you know, what it is you're eating and, and why are, and all the things you're denying yourself of food and why yeah. you're denying it, and again, again the, I think the most important thing is curiosity, bringing up okay. those questions yeah. and that, and instead of ignoring them, actually maybe journaling about them and asking yourself why. Um, but as, you know, aside from that, yeah, I think following people on social media who are actually intuitive eating counselors, like certified, because there's a lot of people out there who say they're intuitive, eater, uh, intuitive eaters, but they're not. And there's also people who say that's that interesting. Intuitive yeah, yeah, because I think that in intuitive eating, uh, the concept of it is being kind of skewed right now. People are saying just because they eat like um, they eat like clean or something that they're intuitive eaters, but it's not about that at all. It's not intuitive eating. It's not about cutting out food groups. It's not about limiting portions. It's about, it's about again, learning to tune into yourself. So I definitely recommend wow. go online and just Google search like intuitive eating counselors or on Instagram intuitive eating, because that is really helpful. It just really helps to, to connect the two ideas. That's amazing. And like, yeah, do you think intuitive eating is also a lifestyle as well? Like lifestyle changes? Um, would that be the case as well? Or would it be like a season for someone? Like, um, because intuitive eating is, it's, it's awesome. I think it's a great way to get back in track with, you know, loving yourself and being at your best capacity when it comes to your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, so lifestyle change, I wouldn't really say that it's that necessarily because lifestyle changes, Mm. again, they're really tied into dieting. They're really tied into the idea of cutting things out of your food groups just because. Like if you have a legitimate allergy or like celiac disease, of course, yeah, you got to cut out certain things. But sometimes Mm. people will just assume, oh, this is lifestyle change. So now I 
I have to drink 100 ounces of water every day and I have to exercise this much and if I don't do this and I can't have that. So there's a lot of restriction with these so-called lifestyle changes. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, because with intuitive eating, it's it's definitely not that at all. It's, it really is, you're, like I said, you're not cutting out anything. You're not, it eventually, because there's, there's steps that you take to get to the point where you are at a place where you really are able to yeah. become that intuitive eater. But exercise has also become so skewed. We think that we need to, you know, work out so that we can lose weight. We need to work out mm. because we can look a certain way. We need to work out so that we can have that cake, right? But with yep. intuitive eating, it's all it's about movement. It's about actually enjoying what you do, enjoying that exercise. I used to hate exercise because I was doing it for all those reasons. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. Like I would do everything. Wow. I have to work out five work days out. a week. I have to do it for an hour every day. <laughs> and now I exercise, but I love it. It's so fun for me. Yeah. I'm doing things that I actually enjoy, and I'm not doing it to you know to be weighing myself and looking at that yeah. number to make sure it goes down. Yeah. That's right. Love it. So, you know, I always ask this question to every guest that's on the podcast show. You know, what is your meaning of motivation without the hype? And how do you use motivation for your personal success? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so motivation without the hype for me, that means just doing what matters to you and doing what matters for your overall greater good. And therefore, I think for the greater good of the people around you. Um, and I think our motivation should be coming from a place of sincerity and simplicity. And I think that if that's not where it's coming from, then that's when we really struggle to become motivated. Um, because my motivation is definitely centered around the idea of a positive impact. Like I feel that if I can impact one person positively, then that's Love it. what keeps me going. Yeah. Awesome. So definitely if I think that if your intentions are good, they're coming from a good place, then I think just, yeah, you're going to move forward. You're going to go full force. I love how you said that about intention, and that's amazing. Oh, wow. This is awesome. Guys, if if you're listening to this episode, I really want you to really get in touch with Ariana. I mean, there's so many concepts and ideas and life-changing that's going to transform your life, particularly with, you know, intuitive eating. And if it's if it's really resonate with you, I highly recommend it to connect with Ariana. So Ariana, thank you so much for jumping in. I am so grateful and it's such a privilege to have you on. Now guys, for more information on how you can get in touch with Ariana, look at our show notes and our provided links. It's all there. She has a website as well as, and follow her on Instagram as well. She's she's heavy there in Instagram um, on social media. Now guys, if this episode has been very helpful and uplifting, we would love for you to write a review to inspire more listeners to get plugged in. We will continue to provide high value content in each and every episode. Now, if you don't mind sharing this podcast show on social media by inviting others, it would mean the world to me. Every time you tag me or tag us, uh, we will will share those posts and give us the opportunity to do that together and we can make a difference in the lives of others through inspiration episodes just like this. Now, so there you have it. In closing, continue to unleash your greatness and tell yourself that I can, I will, and I must, and we'll see you on the next episode.